This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Like to apologize for what to absolutely no one. <laughs> the two time champ does absolutely. <laughs> so much just happened actually. Uh, what comes on me? Is Main chap, hey, listen, came on me. <laughs> yeah, 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 sir. Main chap for podcast episode. Two one three, I believe yes, so. Sir. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna speed. Please, lad, speed round your intros because we've got a lot to get into with a little bit of time. I am two Dems. The real is back. The real is back. Um, if you don't know, now you know. I am him, him and Neutron, best member of dancing, best member of dancing, best member of dark skin society. DK dancing. Watch your back. Pass it to my partner. Colson is Don Cool in the building, the one and only, aka L Coolins, aka C Note, aka Hollywood Cole. Coming for your left there, your right ear, surround sound, smart speakers, you name it, we dare. Episode 213, let's get it. <laughs> I don't know if this E-man-G. you can hear the, the commotion <laughs> in the background. <laughs> Go on, E-man. It's Eman G45, um, the G solid one, name 45, silent. Come on. It's the Prince of the East, Genghis Bogway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, let's get straight into it. Yes, sir. Where do we want to begin, lad? Uh, first of all, my God is better than your God. Yes, sir. Never forget it. Never forget it. Where do you want to begin? Um, Let's start with the album hey, for the dogs. For the, you've heard to my Bahamas trip. Really enjoyable. So Drake re- releases hundredth uh, album. Hundredth <laughs> album. <laughs> it does feel that way. Take. A, I'm glad he said he's taking a break, but he releases most recent album for the dogs. Um, it was not for all the dogs. Um, maybe some of the dogs. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. I, <laughs> The more I spend time with it, the more I really like it and I'm collecting more and more songs. I will say what is the most frustrating thing about it is there's a lot of really great ideas that should have either not been expanded on or should have been left. As in, for example, Calling For You. That, the first half of that song is incredible a minute 30 if that song had been there would have been one of the best songs on the album doesn't need that woman ranting about oxtail or that 21 savage feature and then another example where the song could have been shorter and it's on the tail end of it was drew picasso what an incredible performance and then the first half i don't want to sing because i'm not dying from embarrassment so there's just so many half-baked ideas on what could have added to an incredible album some of the stuff we got Incredible. Fear of Heights is one of his best performances in a long time. Um, first person shooter is first person shooter. Like, m- incredible verse from J. Cole. And I think 
He was never going to be on his level, but he held his own. I really enjoyed certain aspects to this album so much so that it really is up there for me as a Drake project. Project, I, yeah, I was very impressed with what I heard, and, and I, I agree with you. I think there is a certain element to the album or certain part of the album which just falls off a cliff quality wise. But what you do get and the good that is there, yeah, very impressed. Yeah, I. I disagree. I feel like this album is definitely in the lower rankings of his discography. I think it's a low effort attempt from Drake. And I feel like I saw it coming because I remember when we had an episode talking about what we predict the album will be like. Mm. And I just said, he's calling it For The Dogs, but I've just got a sneaky feeling that he's just going to put loads of R&B tracks on there. And that's literally what he yeah. does. And he almost, he almost, he almost twanged us by putting out AM in Charlotte right before. Yeah. And I was gassed because I think that's a great track. Mm. I think his delivery on there is good. His rapping is good. Subject matter is good. So then when I heard that, I was like, oh, well, maybe he might actually do what we think he's going to mm. do. Turns out he doesn't. Turns out he gives us a 25 track bloated album whereby scattered forward with some quality tracks and other tracks whereby I just feel like they just shouldn't be on there. There's a stretch after, it might be after Fair of Heights, which I think, again, I agree with you, it's a really, really good track, where it goes into the Bahama song, the Screw interlude. Yeah, that was weird. Um, there's another track on there as well, The Tried Your Best. Like, there's a, there's a stretch in the middle where it's like, I, I, I lose all will to continue listening to the album because it just grinds to a complete halt. Yeah. And I could do about those four songs and... There's also songs in the back end where I'm like, these all should go. And ultimately, I just feel like he's at a point in his career where I actually agree with Joe Budden, man. I feel like you have access to all the best things in class. Mm. You have, you can get the best producers, you can get the best songwriters, best ghostwriters if you want. <clears throat> Yet somehow you're talking about being with 21-year-olds, 25-year-olds, you're, you're doing songs with Yeet where like, I don't mind when Drake does songs with, with younger artists because he actually does um, bring out the best in some of the younger artists and mm. vice versa. But then I feel like style-wise, it doesn't do mesh. Lil, him and Lil Yachty don't mesh. Him and Yeet do not mesh. It's just a Yeet song that Drake so yeah, happens yeah, to yeah. be on. It's just a Lil Yachty song that Drake so happens to be on. It doesn't, I, I feel like, so just to wrap up before I go into a long run, I just really was disappointed in it. And I feel like with Drake, at some point he needs to be able to elevate what he's talking about or change what he's talking 100%, about. Yeah. Like how he was on AM in Charlotte. And I feel like the best version of Drake we get is when he's being his unapologetic Toronto self. Mm. When he's trying to do his, he's like, I'm trying to be the, like do the young thing and chase the young thing. It doesn't work. But when he's on songs with Party Next Door, which is one of the best songs on there. Yeah. That's where you hear Drake at his best. And that's where I feel like, that's why we, that's why I love Nothing Was The Same. That's why I love Take Care. That's why I love If You're Reading This because they're so, okay, Nothing Was The Same was a bit more like uh, South-based, like Memphis-based and Wu-Tang-based. But If You're Reading This and Take Care are unapologetically Toronto-based. Mm. And I, that's where he's at his best. And I just feel like when he's chasing all these sounds all the time, you lose the essence of who you are. 100%. So that's where I, 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 I stand with him. wholeheartedly agree. And 
it's I think that was my biggest gripe with the album. I'm not trying to be chatty patty on someone's name or speak on a man that I don't know. But if he was my brethren, I'd be worried about him. Like I'd, after listening to this album, you I don't was sound just, like it's having a good time. No, you sound defeated. Uh, you sound uh, concerned about it. Like I'm worried about you. Some of the shit that you're chatting. If Drake is a character that Aubrey is putting on, cool. But I, after the album was wrapped, I would have said, hey, I really enjoyed it. Well done. I like what you put together. Um, it's going to go number one. It's going to do dumb numbers. Well done for Ty and Michael. All of that jazz. But then I would have said, yo, as your friend, like, what's going on? The woman that you're staying around, they're not good for you, clearly. Because this is, this is getting ridiculous. This isn't even like I'm opening up. You sound emotional. The way you're talking about women, it's uncomfortable to hear. Because from someone who's... Maybe it's just where I'm at in my life and he hasn't, his music now isn't growing with me. Like I'm in a relationship where I love my girl. He, he you would think by, he's nearly 38 or 37, sorry. He where sh- will you marry? Boy. You should Pick. be at that point. Like that's what I want to be hearing. I want to be hearing you going back and forth. That's the sort of stuff I would have liked to hear when I was 22. Now that I'm 28 and you know, I'm in a different stage of my life. That's not what I want to hear you on. Like, I want your music to elevate with you. Or you are hanging around with these kids and their perception and what you're talking about. Because, bro, you sound like Andrew Tate who can rap sometimes. That's, that's, cr- that's what that's it sounds crazy. like. But, but then again, there is, there is a situation where there's a lot of young men back then who are now a lot older in the age range of 30 to 30. Let me say 37. Mm. Yeah, that are not married yet. I hear it. And they I wouldn't want to say that they're dealing with the same situation, but you want to have a conversation. Like, you know, when, when I said 22 is the youngest I'll ever do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you all said, I'm not doing that, bro. That's just childish. The conversations we'll have is just, it's jarring. Like, where are we going to go? Do you want to see Drake with a 37 year old? I'd rather see that. What would you, I don't, I, to me, I couldn't, I couldn't and, date a 20... Like, in terms of the limelight, in terms of what this young person could do, in terms of... I, I really... Listen, Bahama Promises, yeah. That's my track, man. Nah, Because you know what? He was I crooning. That song represents the whole album. Because mm. he basically... If you actually look at the lyrics and everything, he says, I know you're not for me. Then he says, knowing you're not for me. Mm. And then... I got too much pride for me. So basically he's talking from the past. Then he's talking about the present saying, you know what? Now I know you. Now I know you're not for me. Yeah. Knowing you might not be for me. Now I know you're not for me. And then, you know what? I got too much respect for me. So I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And everything that I've done, I've really tried with you. I really tried my best. I gave mm. you my all. And then all this shenanigans that you've given me, I can't I mean, do this. It sounds and now like, I've got too much pride for me. She's so like, all right, man. It sounds like he's been hurt. It's, what would Pluto do? That's a fun track. I'm not going to lie. And I hear what you're saying to everything that you said. I, I get it. I just feel it's been the same thing since CLB, I'd say, that he's just, someone's hurt him and he's just been ranting about this person. And... The things it sounds like he's getting up to, it's not even in the spaces that I would find myself in. Like some of the context, some of the situations that he's now in, I'm like, bro, that's what you should have been doing 
years ago. And I feel like CLB, CLB was enough. This album was just extra. Mm. Yeah. But then again, rumors have it that Yachty was the one who changed Christ. the direction of the album. So everything you're hearing right now is a new and improved, whereas For All The Dogs was really woof woof. Now we have- Listen, oh. I like, I like Lil Yachty, but I don't need him and Drake. Nah, they they, that friendship. Yeah, cause that, that, that song that they that, put out- like, no, no disrespect. That's, that's 2000 and, that's pandemic music. What? The one that, that track they put out. Their track? Yeah. Yeah, that was- It's, it's young kids. Uh, that was not fun. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't want to hear that. Even that, like, if, if that is you're gonna your send best a finger, friend- You're Drake. You're going to send a finger to someone's mum. He's not, not doing your, that, your bars aren't even believable. But even like, and I'm not trying to get into someone's business, but even that friendship to me now is weird. He's 10 years older than Yachty. I, that, you know? I just, I just think Drake needs And, and if that's your influence on your album, then it's, it makes sense that why, why it's sounding the way it's sounding. Like, I want to hear from 36 year old Drake. Like, what's actually going on? There's a, this was such a great opportunity to. Let us in. Like, there's a, there's been... I don't know what's going on with you. What's your situation with your BM? How do you find, like, being at the top and you're, you clearly need therapy? At, like, what's that like? The yeah, but concern, really, what's it like being a he dad? Did exp- he he's, did explain it a bit on the, on the other... He's always know, alluded he's, to he's, it, but he now... He has explained it. He has let people know that him and his BM is calm. It's nice. He, but just, I, can't, he just can't do it succinctly over, over, over a project mm. anymore. Like, you'll hear it on, like, um, uh, what's, the, what's the freestyle? Lemon Pepper freestyle, where yeah. he's talking about being a dad. He's talking about... That's where you get introspective, yeah, Drake. Yeah, But yeah. the problem is now, Drake, he doesn't view his projects in the, the way he used to before. He's now viewing his projects as a case to remain current, flood the streets, flood the algorithm and let the masses have it. He's not viewing it as a body of work where it's succinct, where it like, you listen to nothing with the same after listening to this and you're like, this this might be two different, might as well be two different artists. He's talking to himself, all this new shit here today gone tomorrow. Now, I don't know how long this will stay in um, rotation. No, don't don't get it twisted. He's like he he's, it's gonna be here for a long time because of just because it's Drake. Like, yeah, his but consu- I, his <clears throat> consumption is so high. He's not gonna ever fall off. Like no, no, no. I'm not worried about falling off. But I'm talking about the current the music you're making at this moment in time. He's made timeless music that will be around oh, right. forever. So oh, I'm yeah. not worried Never about. mind. Then Fantastic you have project. yeah that that was Fantastic. Al- that was a wonderful project and like he's he's talking uh, he's talking similar stuff on that album but of course of course because it's a different sonic a different sound it's just like, like a lot of people just want him or they will more gravitate towards it because it's a completely different mm. sound but that was wonderfully done this one it sounds like it's just, it's just ideas thrown together chucked it yeah. out there yeah. I did like away from I liked Away From Home. That's like one of the last tracks on the album. He actually sounds introspective on that. You're hearing mm. him talk about where he lives, doesn't feel like home, like how all the stuff that happened back in the day. Like that's, like that was a really, really good track. I actually feel like that track could exist on, if you're reading this, uh, there's something about that track where it's like, when you listen to it again, you might clock on what I, what I mean by that. It mm. just sounds very, if you're reading this, Drake, and I really like that track, but I just feel like, even like the way the album ends, like Broken Promises, like yeah. it's a good track in its own right, 
Yeah. But like, that's not a Drake closer for me. Like, I don't know, man. I just... I just feel like there's a lot of missed opportunities. For me, the album is good now. I was able to take away from it what I wanted. I've got several new songs that I'm... Yeah, me too. ...in rotation. But it's just... As an experience, I get what you're saying. It's not an enjoyable listening experience. No, not and at all. And a lot of his albums haven't been for the last few years. I'd say... I enjoyed maybe, her loss. Huh? I enjoyed her loss, if you want to put that in the... Yeah, yeah. He had a good year last year. But then this this album for me, at first when I heard it, I was like, uh, maybe. Then I heard it again and again and again. I was like, I don't know. Then I heard it one more time. And I was like, you know what? Oh yeah, I can't. So I can't. So quite, good. and the thing is, we've had the time to actually digest mm. this is the album and actually really take it. In it's been a few weeks since, ourselves. Yeah. yeah, and quite literally, I I think it was it was a really really good album. Is it his best? No, that's the real question. No, I don't think it is his best. Um, it will never top his best. Um, but um. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. No, but then even like the opening track, you make your man pay your car note and then drive it to me. Like bars, like I like the, I like the, I like the That's something. Yeah, he was. He's. I like the intro. The intro is alright. You know what I mean? I was was angry at first, but like no, no, the the intro is sick. It's and the Frank Ocean sample, like the way he's crooning, like lean it, like it's like it's a really good atmospheric setting. Mm. I I I hear the intro, but I mean the album gets off to a really good start. I know and. I think there's too many good moments for me to just ignore, you know, and incredible from J. Cole. Um, I can't believe that performance he was able to get off. That was insane. I do think, I know obviously I've been criticising Drake for a while, but like we need to also give him his flowers and how he's been able to do this like no one's ever ever we'll never see this again I don't think no man said I it. honestly don't think we're ever gonna see this again that was incredible and that's a song that went to number one niggas talking about when this <coughs> gonna be repeated what the fuck bro I'm one away from Michael nigga beat it what? beat it what? and then he said beat it four times 14 times because that's what he needed to get to get um, tied with Michael <laughs> I said yeah we're never, gone, we're never seeing this again. Nah, like, that's incredible. Let's give credit where credit is. Same beat it 14 times because that's the number you need to tie with Michael. And then you did it on that song. Wait, I, I, I forget. Wait, is that for Grammys? Se- no, um, number, number one hit. Oh, number on one hit. Oh, okay. And then I, that's, I was able to forgive him for the packing them in like sardines. I said, all right, cool, man. Pauline, Shaolin. Claudine. <laughs> Did you also say Yo, these girls aren't good looking girls. <laughs> In this the back where we're from. Like, nah. That's old names, Claudine. Cla- Claudine is 16, is about to have a hip replacement. No, <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Listen, man, I think at the end of the day, like, BBLs. What he's done is, like, from a, from a, from a, amazing. from a commercial perspective, oh, we'll yeah, never incredible. see this again. Yeah. This is the, the greatest run arguably in music history. I'm not even, I'm, I don't even want to even like pretend like this isn't incredible. It's insane. Mm. So, and he deserves it because he is talented and he has worked hard to be where he is. And he's, when you look at his like, like story from beginning to end, 
there's been so he's given us moments for life. Mm. So shout out to that man. Take a break. Relax. Oh please. Look at your age mates <gasps> and come back with something better. Silence in the lab like oh, nah. You see you see that 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 whole verse, yeah. Yeah. Spectacular. When he said what is it on things get kinky after staying the obvious and then like the way he's talking about the previous bars and then he talks about the new bars things get kinky after 15 years of dominance fair enough October sky's looking ominous uh, <clears throat> wherever you go I go nah. you go Slavic yeah, yeah, you go Slavic I feel like I'm Czech old I'm Czech old Slavian I said alright what was well, it um, you know what those bars go off in an arena where it's like battle rapping. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It didn't delivery translate. Wasn't great. Nah. I, I see what he's trying to do. Nah. Where would you rank this in the, your Drake? It's in the middle somewhere. Um, what well, he's dropped about for, third. It's the last. For the mid. For the mid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is exactly how I'd describe it. For the mid. Um, yeah, somewhere in the middle. For me anyway. I don't think it's towards the tail end. He's definitely done a lot worse. Yeah, you probably might, but honestly, never mind last. Yeah, that's I, how you I, felt about it. I need to go back month. to that album. I, I'm, I've not that done that album is a mad, mad higher tier. I'm not gonna lie. I yeah, yeah. I really. Enjoy, I can't believe how much I like that album. I still can't believe how much I like it. It's just I'll ridiculous. give it a spin. I'll go back to it. It's not long either, is it? It's like forty minutes. Mm. That's because I heard it when I was on holiday. It changed everything for me. I said, "Wow, this is this is something else." Yeah, I'm still waiting for saying your pussy. That is, and then tease, tease, touchdown. Thank God. I don't like that man. Praying, bro. Praying. No, listen. Amen. I, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't understand his estate. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know but how he goes to bed. The the album he Pray, just dropped, yeah. phenomenal. Really? Okay, I'll give that a spin. No, the, like, something intrigues me about might, him, but I also find him really jarring. No, like the first track, too hard the first track you listen, the first track you listen to, you might be like, ah, right, he might chat rubbish. But then listen to the whole album, mm. phenomenal. Like, uh, it's probably the best album of this year. God damn! That's, yeah, that's yeah. Very I'm saying it quick. Alright, so. Say lesson. And me, I don't really listen to that type of music. But this one was. What is he trying to do? Is it like them Opium Boys, um, like Play with Kai? When I no, heard him on no, that uh, no. Travis Scott song. Yeah, on that, that Travis Scott performance well, was great. Whatever, but sorry. That's it. <laughs> this guy sounds like Mr. Hudson mixed with Kid Cudi. I, th- like, I think he's trying. Mr. Hudson. I think he's trying to go for that Rick James vibe, though. But like, even on, you will hear it on these albums. His drip is insane. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that, bro. You can't be invited to church like that. <laughs> no, shave, shave the locks right there. Fair For enough. real. Something's going on with you spiritually. Like, there's an inner battle <laughs> that needs addressing. I think uh, I think Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith is a witch. Oh, God. Do we have time? Is that, is that a segue? <laughs> it, it's a segue. I'm going to touch on it real quick and leave. Yeah, I have nothing to say on it. So I believe she's really? a witch. Really? I think there's a lot. There's so much I to, say. to say. But go ahead. No, she's a witch. <clears throat> because... Nah, she's a witch. That's it. I mean, that's what I have to say. Because quite literally, everything that everything that's happened, you can leave the man if you want. You can but stop talking about it. Like, just you, shut up. And then what makes it worse is the fact that, okay, cool. You've, <laughs> asked, you've asked Will Smith to go and profit off his own book and explain his own situations and rare tear tear. And then now you've gone off and then done your own book and then basically said about all this stuff about Puck. 
and come to find out it's a lie. If I'm Pat Sumney, I'm saying, please, for the love of God, like, let the, can we stop hearing about this? And like, I, this is and, getting out of hand. And quite literally, it's I don't ridiculous. know who you're doing this for because if it's not for yourself, then it's for it's, other people. It's not for us. And if it's and if it's for other people, then what are you trying to get them into? Are you trying to get them into the same situation that you're in so that you can be in like a sort of circle of people who can sing kumbaya with you and how you feel and then say, yeah, this is the right way to feel. Like, my dear, I I think my you're bewitching people. And that's why I have to turn around <laughs> and say that you're a witch because you went and touched a vulnerable young person. Damn. Imagine... It might not us. She was twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Because nah, I don't want you. I, <laughs> she was a savage. I don't want you to have this sort of feeling and you going and sleeping and then saying, "Yeah, nah." So basically, imagine one of your boys from from work. You bring him home, and then yeah, no, nah, I hear that. That nah. August situation is crazy. I'm I'm fisting up everybody. It's uh, listen. She didn't. Uh, I don't know. I'm at my wit's end with it, and I can't even defend her anymore. She's people can say whatever they want, and maybe. I Will could speak out, witch. but she's this is witch. different. I ain't seen anything like this. Like you must hate this man. Like Will, stand up, please. I'm begging. At this point, no. So stand from, up from that interview. From that interview, she said, "He said she said I don't want a divorce, but there hasn't been anything to break that promise of being divorced. Could have been she wants the title. She wants the title of just being in a relationship, but it's she doesn't want to be in a relationship. My man slapped Chris Rock for the love of the game." No, nah, he was desperate. For now the, we now nah, we look he at thought it. I could save the house. That's yeah, crazy. he he thought he could. And so she was surprised that he said, "My wife." Yeah, that's crazy. She could. She. Do you know what the problem with her is? It's a lot of information that Batman. And she lied be about alopecia as well. <laughs> I told you she lied about alopecia because she's growing her hair back. Look at her. Uh, you can. She had a fade. <laughs> I don't, to people who have alopecia, I don't know how the disease works. Alopecia is when the immune system attacks the hair follicles. Say what? Yeah. Uh, that's insane. So that's what alopecia is. Like, there's a lot of, like, we know there's some... But it can, can it grow back? No, okay, for example, there's a lot of, within within African community, like, well, people with Afro, Afrocentric hair, whatever the case is, like, let's say your hair is breaking... Mm. You shave the whole thing off because you've probably bleached it too many times, whatever the case is, relaxed it. So you shave the whole thing off and then you grow it again. That's a process. If you sh- if she turned around and said that, listen, I just need to regrow my hair and that's it. She went and lied and said I have alopecia. That's close. That's what people with cancer get. You know when the hair starts falling off and they start having patches? That's basically immune system attacking the hair follicles. Mm. She said she had alopecia. I told you, man, she's a witch. I'm telling you now. She's built different. It's, it's just got to stop. People, stop putting microphones in front of her. Huh? She looks incredible. <laughs> you are terrible. Listen, it's Jada Pinkett Smith. That was a, an awakening as well when she was in Matrix Resurrections. <laughs> when they were on that island getting it. You're not serious. But nah, insane behaviour from her recently. Um, wish her and her home all the best. I, I don't know how them kids are putting up with it, but have oh, at it, man. Have at it. And stop putting, my, honestly, half in black, stop putting microphones up in that lady's face. Everything I know about that situation is it's against my will. My will. She lied about no that. pun intended. Like, like I'm she just... said, she said Tupac proposed to her, and then the story didn't line up in it. It didn't line up at all. And the the, the nah, this 50, one was a funny did woman. You see the Fifty Cent? <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. He's did just... you see? Did you see fabulous? <laughs> <laughs> What is the tea stamp for? <laughs> Listen, man. Yeah, I'm surprised Fabulous is still running around with 
Diddy. That's questionable, man. Was she a baby? That was his. <laughs> she about the drink champs. Nah, nah. The, when he was a joker. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they were on, drink I'm love. <laughs> I'm love, nigga. It's like when what? When he was on drink chats with. Oh yeah, he called Nori someone daddy. Like oh that. my god, the behavior was disgusting. Why didn't you come party with me? We we need to go out more. I'm never leaving. I've never <laughs> been around that man. Let's go shopping. Let's go shopping. Is oh god, he's a trick. It's disgusting. Yo. Anyway, um, I guess. Can we end on what's going on in the end as well? Yeah, we can. In Africa. Touch on it. We've got three minutes. Four, yeah, three minutes. Too. In the northeast of Africa. <coughs> huh? It's the northeast of oh, Africa. It's technically north. Uh, yeah. Is it? I thought yeah, it was the Arab. It's, it's, in the, it's in the African continent. Is it? Mothers. Ah, oh, well, the more you know. But, okay, I'm going to start off by saying Hamas, not with it. What you did was terrible. Fuck them, you know, and what they did. But it, chill. Israel's crashing it on them. And it has to stop. That's the, mm. that's the only way to put it. I don't see how anyone can be anything but free Palestine. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I, 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 don't, I don't understand. I've, and I chose to ignore this conflict for as long as possible. Me too. Um, because it was just, it is really complicated. But now the more that I actually read into it, it's actually not complicated. It's their end. It's like someone coming in your house say, and you say, oh no, you know what? We're actually cool. Not even cool. But someone just running up in your house and saying, got to get out and, and evicting you and then destroying your way of life mm. and then putting you man in an open prison, essentially, because that's what Gaza is. All this time I grew up thinking, Gaza, Gaza, what the, what's Gaza? Now that I know, get, let them out. Like, that's insane. If you're Palestinian, you can't go around Israel freely. That's your home. And mm. This is insane to me. And I don't understand how the rest of the world is like, uh, borderline telling the blind eye, you got world leaders, Joe, Joe Dickhead at this point, being like, yeah, we stand with Israel. They're crushing it on children. They're dropping, they drop yeah. bombs on fucking hospitals. I d- for the life of me, I don't understand. Do you know what's sad? And I agree with everything you just said. I just feel like it's one of those situations where I don't see this. I don't see a resolution. I don't see a happy ending. No. All I'm seeing is like misery. But we're watching genocide in 4K. And I feel like there's, n- and I know it's really defeatist. Obviously, nobody should really have this kind of mentality. But I'm just like. I feel like there's nothing that anybody can do because mm. all the all the powers that be have a vested interest in Israel, in Israel and it's very much centered that you can look, you can see it in the news, you can see it in the, the coverage. I'm just like, where where does this end? How does this? How is there a peaceful resolution to this? There isn't. I don't, I don't there know. was a two state idea which makes the most sense, <coughs> which is you man have your bits, we'll have ours, but they're not even content with that. They want mm. all of that land. Yeah, because it was. Well, fun fact, someone explained it to me that... Yeah, go for it. Yeah, somebody explained it to me that um, they were going to give Uganda to Israel. Yes, I heard this. And I was like, wow, that wouldn't work. Um, It wouldn't work. And the reason why I say it wouldn't work is because it's very similar to the thing that's happened (coughs) in, let's say, South Africa Mm. and currently happening in... um, Is it... No, it's not Angola. There's, There's a country right next to the thing. 
This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. I'm, I'm, I'm lost right now. I'm, I'm actually really tired. That, <laughs> that should not be an excuse. But um, pretty much, yeah, basically what I'm saying is that <clears throat> You see the land that they've given to these people. Mm. Um, at first it was small and I think it was bearable. Of course it was beef and it was pasta. And then straight after they gave them the land, a war broke out. Yeah. And then this is where we see a bunch of situations where it got out of hand and it was sorted right away. And then now we have the nations basically backing Israel and it's got to the point where the people who, the modern people of today who had that land no longer have that land anymore. Yeah, yeah. So burial sites, if my great-grandmother was buried there, it's probably been dug up and decimated already because, so now I no longer have heritage. Mm. I can now no, no longer say, this is where I'm actually from. It's gone. It's right. now a park or whatever. So, um... I think everything that's happened between Israel and, and Palestine is was poorly handled in the very beginning. Yeah, and even today, even today, before this whole situation happened, I've even seen videos of where like Israelis would buy up property in Palestine and then basically move in and then basically now occupy more space. Mm. So it's not legally Israel, but now there's a bunch of Israelis there. Now they occupy that space. So I've seen I've seen a lot since since back then, but then now I'm hearing more information about how Israel actually should like how it sh- should have been established in the very beginning. And so on and so forth. You can't establish not, it. not from a biblical standpoint, but maybe from like the a Ottoman, geopolitical, yeah, a geo- a geopolitical historic events. So from the Persian, sorry, not the Persian, but the Ottoman Empire from that point. And then the British Empire being involved. But you can't just wake up and then give someone land. Like it, it just people are already yeah, there. I'm, I mean, not in. I hear what you're there's, saying. There's many yes, ways to do it. You but can. The thing is, it's but, like yeah, I can I can understand it from both perspectives, and that's the weird thing because at this point in time, it's where I'm in a place where it's just like I don't know what to say. I don't know how to feel. And I find very much comfort in, in the fact that I don't know because I cannot decide. It's just like I don't know. And because I do agree with the the Palestinian freedom fighters and what they're doing, Hamas is more religiously motivated, which I'm not. Yeah, I'm I'm not with and what they stand for. I can understand. I can I can completely know and understand where they're coming from. I don't vibe with it. I don't. I'm not mm. with that. Um, the freedom fighters saying, "Listen, we don't agree with what Palestine is doing." Now with Israel, nah, they they have. They have mash. Yeah, this they is what have, I'm saying. It's not. It's, it's not even. How can they be saying they or feeling like they're thousands. oppressed or yeah, like they got the machine? The machine from it. It's not a fair fight. It's all. not a fair fight at all. And quite literally, to some extent, I can understand why they're very much protected in terms of the historic, the modern historic events of what's mm. happened with the Jewish people. Um, 
But I don't as think this has any, yourself, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think this necessarily has anything to that do has, with what's being happening Jewish. now. Like, I, I think well, two from co- 1948 up until now, this has been the problem. Because the issue is it's the nation. And just, I don't think it's necessarily. I get it. You, want, think, you, yeah. you want land. I get it. But the way you've gone with it, it's almost like, well, hang on a second. Didn't you not experience the same thing, the same situation yeah. a couple of years back, a couple of decades back? But then now all of a sudden, you now look at these guys as peasants, as, as insects. And you need to occupy their land because this is your land. Mm. And it's like, I don't know where you guys are going. And I don't know. I don't like it personally. All I can do is just pray for both sides. That's yeah. it. Um, that they find peace and there, there is whatever. But like you said before the pod, the world is on fire. Mm. Yeah, man. I really think the Antichrist is here. Bro, on that note. <laughs> Music. But that uh, is hilarious <laughs> you know, for many a- reasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, nah, yeah, I, I agree. I totally echo your sentiments, and you hope that they can come to some sort of resolution, at least a ceasefire. Because what's that? They dropped six thousand bombs on them. It's just—it's not a fair fight. Man. I think that's what and they is can't making retaliate. It they, they can't there's reta- no retaliation. There's an iron curtain, meaning that if I throw a missile. There's gonna be a missile to to. Oh, ten. They really have the machine. Yeah, thousands. it's not it's not machine for machine. No man, not even for, cl- for real. <laughs> He's not wrong. No, it's a, it's a crime. What we're seeing. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Alright, cool. I'm um, gonna pick a two uh two phones. Glad to see a two making music. Oh, George. Um, I'm gonna pick tempo. Marshmallow and Young Miko. Okay. Hey, um, bo- 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 bo. Yeah, Chloe. The song is called Chloe by Westside Garden on his new album. <laughs> I, I just typed on the sign. <laughs> I would talk about his album, but we don't, we don't have the time to talk about Maybe it. Maybe so. we'll, we'll touch on it briefly, pause yeah. on the next episode. Yeah, yeah. That was definitely a pause where we went. <laughs> Touched on it briefly, it's pause. Okay. Wow. Episode 213. <laughs> 213. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.